Everyone, oh my God, welcome hello. back to Gator Z Pod. Where thanks every for week having us, love. We talk about a different piece of queer art. Yeah. Um, I'm Kiva. I'm Simon. Hi, Simon. Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, um, so, um, um, and we're going through the alphabet. Yeah. Yeah, so this yeah, week did, we are... Did you already say that? I'm so I, sorry. I didn't, I didn't. Sometimes I nice. forget. We're going through the big gay alphabet of things for, about, and made by yeah. gay people. Yeah. Um, queer people, not just the gays. We're sick of just pandering to them. Um, it's are for the whole them? LGBT alphabet. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, what are we up to? What are, what are we doing this week, Kiva? Unless you... Well... Sorry, I fucked up the order already. <laughs> run it from the top. Run it from the top. Okay, listen. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. Um, so this week um, we are on letter D. I was about to say number D. D. The big Ooh. D. Um, so we are going to be talking about the album. Dicks. No, sorry. <laughs> Simon, behave. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, the album Dirty Computer. By Janelle Monet. Yeah. Big the album jail. plus the kind of um, little film that goes with it. Yeah. Um, um, can I ask quickly? Are we mm-hmm. doing? Are we doing news? Or- yeah. So. First of all, do we want to get into some... See, to be honest, I ha- don't have any news like planned as in any points written down, but I feel like there are some things that have been happening that we could be discussing. There was a bit of a, like... There was a vote of no confidence in the Belfast Pride um, like movement, but I, as in, like, who, the people ro- organise it. What? Yeah, there was a vote of no confidence in the people who were organising Belfast Pride, but I don't know anything else about it. I just... What does that mean? Basically, the people who are organising Pride some other people i do you know what kiva i am not informed enough to talk about this i just know that like mm. i saw it as a headline where basically so they voted against the committee who were like making pride happen being like they're not competent enough to do it oh yeah. okay local, but like lo- are they getting new people to yeah do? i think but i don't know I, yes but like i don't know if even the motion passed i, I don't know anything about it to okay. be honest with you so just cut that <laughs> 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 right okay more on that um, later folks um, um anything else happen is is gay news that we're going to verona to see lord yes actually yeah that was something that i wanted to bring up um <laughs> to boast to everyone to be like so kiva and i going on a romantic vacation for yeah. six <laughs> yeah like six seven eight however many yeah. um yeah yeah we just kind of um, really randomly and quirkily <laughs> quirkily <laughs> bought tickets to see lord <laughs> in yeah. italy yep in italy um, i'm so pumped it's gonna be the best um moment of my life to be honest um yeah 
not to put not to put too much expectation onto it but um yeah i'm so excited god i love lord so much we're also mm-hmm. going to see her in manchester oh, so yeah, we're really yeah. double dipped um but she only releases an album once every like eight years so yeah. we might as well get our fill while we're here um yeah so our so the main gay news we're displaying is actually just about ourselves <laughs> yeah in queer news this week i'm we're going to a concert having my dinner meantime oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> let's, no, let, let's talk about that for a second kiva has made the brave decision to eat her dinner during the podcast this week <laughs> i mean um, i'm so kind of not going to be doing that though because i realize then like i can't be eating into the microphone because then foodie asmr i mean People yeah but shit. like yes they do you could be the next life with mac i love a bit of you did you know that i love asmr is that a secret fact oh about me gosh. i actually love a bit of asmr <gasps> oh my god we're learning so much about kiva mm. through this podcast journey yeah um, it helps what's me your favorite type of asmr is it smutty asmr or oh, role play asmr i love a bit of role play asmr with really? like your oh, oh like when gosh, they're being no. like a makeup artist or whatever and no, or no, like no, an avon know, salesperson no specifically the asmr which is like um you're dying of the plague um and i am a nun taking care of you oh um, yeah in the 12th century i love all those like shit post asmr things. yes oh my god yeah um, um no i what's your go-to i enjoy ones where it's like um a spa type vibe or like a makeup artist or whatever or then sometimes like I don't want people talking and I just like different little noises like brushing hair and things like that. Like it genuinely it relaxes me, it helps me sleep. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah. But food food ASMR is very different. I th- went through a phase of kind of enjoying it, but then other times it like, makes me feel a bit ill. And I know mm. it's not for everyone, so I'm not gonna subject you guys to Should that. we do some ASMR right now? So I don't even know if that'll like. I'm d- I'm pick doing up. the I'm doing the shower. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I hate that I can see my audacity thing on the side, and that's what fucking chose to be loud. Because we're my up mic's close. Fucked, everyone. I minimize oh it because yeah. I don't like to see the thing because it's like distracting. I'm gonna hide it now. Yeah. But I was just worried um, that I was being too quiet for you folks. You know. We we mice in the corner. Um, Kiva and I saw each other in real life this week as well. That was nice. Yeah, we did. Um, um, and we joked about filming an episode of the podcast um, while we were socialising with yeah, friends in a wee alleyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we didn't. But we no. didn't. You guys missed out on that immersive experience. We uh. we definitely could record in real life together soon. Yeah, I look. He was like, I could have just walked down to your house tonight. But I know. Um, I kind of also was like, oh, I could have gone to Simon's house, like, but also that's effort. Yeah, <laughs> we li- we don't live like, like close un- enough to each other that we can until by. we start earning money. I'm not leaving my room. <laughs> yeah, I was like, God, I wish I could drive. Then I would just pop over. Oh my gosh, I can't drive. I just wish I had a full-time car. Ah, uh, yeah. Sorry, I just w- I just wobbled my desk, so you might have got some water bottle ASMR. Ooh. Anyway, Lovely. sorry. Um, so, <laughs> I guess a, a summary before we go back to our normal segment. Um, in big gay news, something's happened in Belfast Pride. Don't fully know what it is. Um, we're going to see Lord and yep. Kiva likes ASMR and it helps her get to sleep. Yeah. There w- pivot to the next section yeah. um there was just like obviously the britney stuff happening this week but mm. um 
Yeah, I don't really know if we need to talk about that that much, just... Apart from, can we just say Free Britney? Yeah, Free Britney all the fucking way, like, God um, love her, totally. God help her, God bless her. Totally. Did you find, and this is more just an interest question, because Sam and I were talking about this, mm-hmm. that it didn't, like, explode as much as we thought it would? Like, not a, we didn't find, like, a lot of people were talking about it, despite the fact that it was, like, really big, that she's finally spoken out about this thing that's taken so long to sort of get um, traction on, I guess. I mean, I was saying a lot about it on social media and stuff. Maybe, maybe me but, and Sam are just following the wrong type yeah, of people. Yeah, and my mommy messaged me about it. Oh wow! Here, in yeah. fairness, actually, I did see um, on YouTube that Phil and Holly reacted to it on this morning as well. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, so. Big news, and so <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't meant. God, to the energy, <laughs> the energy is dripping off <laughs> us. <laughs> okay, yeah. So let's move on because yeah, oh, I, one last one last oh, news building. Okay. I didn't I didn't get sunburnt this week, which is an achievement. Oh, I love that for you as a ginger. Um, I anyway. sorry I just enjoy those like you know do you ever see those threads on Twitter that's like um what's happening in Belfast right now a thread and like you're expecting no. it to be like big drama and then it's just someone being like I'm having a stir fry <laughs> we are we are on different twitters as in like you know like those like dramatic ones where it's like here's what's happening in such and such city a thread like Oh spread gosh, the no. word kind remember, of thing and then it's just oh the, i'm having a cup of tea the only time i remember stuff like that is during sort of the like big push of the black lives matter movement whenever people would be like my nudes under the link below and then it would just be like tags oh yeah like, like the and, like donate and stuff like that or like yeah. oh, have you seen the the i don't know like bb finally said who she eliminated of drag race all stars <laughs> three and then it's just like the black lives matter movement <laughs> she didn't eliminate yeah, yeah. but <laughs> Um. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so that's it. God, I'm glad. Oh, we, wait, oh. wait. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Oh my gosh. God, I keep coming up with breaking news at the end. <laughs> what is it? Keep us like. I want this segment to end. It's big gay news this week. Um, gay to Zs or gay to Z, depending which side of the divide you're on. Hmm. Um, had its first episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of. That's kind of. That is big that, news. That's um, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. We so just do, put do out our t- first episode. Yep, due and to time travel. Um, it's very yeah, exciting. We're three weeks ahead. And oh my um, god, I didn't tell you that I went and looked at like our stats, and oh. like right now at this time of recording, that so far we've had like. Maybe I'll cut this out. Maybe I want people to think it's loads more than this. But <laughs> we've had <laughs> no. Like, we're 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 of the people. People are gonna listen to this when we're like a huge podcast. Yeah. And be like they started out with. 30 listens. I think that's quite oh good. It's only been out a couple of days. A, I thought you were going to say like 10. That's like yeah. So that's because like, it was 10 like before. I remember last time I, I checked and now it's like 30. Mm. And one of one of the listeners was in Germany. And I was like, wow. Oh cool. Off but then I realized that I have a friend who is like in Germany at the minute staying with her dad. So it might just be her. <laughs> well let's get let's give her a shout out specifically yeah. what does she have a name tara eichler hi love you forever imagine it's not tara, her though she, it's probably not even her and then tara i stand if even like if it wasn't you i still stand yeah if it's some random person then hi to our fan in germany oh my gosh yeah please reach out we'll get you on the show next yeah. week well like <laughs> as in we'll be at like g or h by then but hi. still 
Um, so yeah, that's very exciting. Anyway, um, oh, and uh, my gosh, final final news report <laughs> coming in. Um, Keith McGee's birthday is also coming up. Yes, that's true. Um, in fabulous news, our Keith McGee turns the grand old age of twenty four. Yes. Are you younger than me? I d- yeah, yeah, I'm cool. turning twenty four. Um, twenty four on Tuesday, the twenty mm-hmm. ninth of June. Yes. So make sure to send her lots of presents, even if you're listening to this a month later. Um, go send her a wee heart emoji or something Love. on Instagram. Um, when this episode comes out, my birthday will be long over. But thank you. And she- yeah, well, you know what? We're celebrating now. Whoop, yeah. whoop, whoop. Yay. Um, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. I've made it this far. For, for being born. <laughs> um, um, I, I really wanted to eat a... Ca- I have carrot sticks over there, but I feel like that'll oh. really add to the ASMR experience. Yeah, just do it. But like, I mean, no, like, listen to this. Like, it'll be so... Oh, wow. Well, that's time. a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, also, Simon's boyfriend, Matt, is, his birthday is also on Tuesday, the 29th of June. Oh, my gosh. We share a birthday. Look at you. Look at you being the better um, other half to, be, to him than me. Um, yeah, birthday so twins. All fun. the best people in my life yeah. were born on the 29th of June. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's very fun. It means that if Kiva ever has birthdays, parties on her birthday, I'm like, Saws can't come. Yeah. X. <laughs> yeah, That's the main thing we've learned from this occurrence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, love them both. Shout out to Mr. Matt if he's listening as well. Has um, he listened? Um, I think so, yeah. I haven't asked him yet. Oh, he should. Mm. He should. Matt, Matt, you better... I, I mean, I can't tell him off because he, if for not listening, because he would have to have been listening. To know the first that page, you're giving out to him. Yeah, you know? that's true. Tom has listened. Either way. Oh my God. Shout out to Fine. Tom. You're, oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. Kiva's like, my boyfriend's done it. Yeah. Has no, yours. So, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to bring this up because... I realised that I hadn't really mentioned the fact that I have a boyfriend on this podcast. And (laughs) yeah, he also then was like, why didn't I get mentioned? Because I think he mentioned Matt maybe in the first episode or something. To be fair, I think maybe I mentioned him in another one, but I don't say that he's my boyfriend. Because I think subconsciously I'm like, oh, like, they'll see through my... I don't know, whatever, like, that people will think I'm not as queer as I say I am queer, if I admit that, that I have a boyfriend, which is pure well, biphobia. Yeah, I was going to say, those people can stop listening right now yeah. because we don't want that kind of attitude in our podcast. I know, because isn't that so bad? because you're dating a man doesn't make you any less queer. Literally. Um, like, that's so what I always that. preach, but I just yeah. had that in my head where I was like, oh. No, as well, in, fuck like, that. Obviously, it's like our um, friends that listen to this who like all will already know Tom anyway. But mm-hmm. yeah, but so just thought I should that, bring that up. Yeah, and we stand Tom, and Tom made our beautiful artwork that you're probably looking at right now. Yeah, he made our logo. Like, geez, um, he's fab. Props he's also done Tom. some artwork for me for D and D stuff. Yeah, before. it was really cute for Mr. Matt as well. Yeah, little um, Matt birthday Matt. thing. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. So um, we absolutely stand Tom, and we stand the Tom and Kiva relationship as well. Thank you. Um, so you keep killing it, gays. <laughs> Class. Um, 
Okay. Okay. Onward and so, upward to off from the news and on to the main topic of the week, which was dirty compute. How does it? How does it go? Dirty computer. computer. I don't remember. I don't goes. know what the next line is. It's something like inside. Yeah. God, I, I'm so, God, I, I I'll leave the vocals to Kiva. I'm, Kiva, have you got the juice? Uh, I got the juice. <laughs> well, Thanks. you're welcome, guys. Um. <laughs> Unreal. What were? What was your? Have you? So, firstly, Kiva, have you listened to this album before? No. So I had heard like the singles pretty much just. But I hadn't listened to the album. Nice. But I actually am a bit of a fan of Janomini, nice. like a casual fan. So, um, I'm like so, mm-hmm. like uneducated on her. Like I know barely anything by her. I think I know Tightrope. Um, oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. I've yeah. heard her on um, We Are Young with Fun before. <laughs> um. But yeah, I so this is kind of my first like proper deep dive into. Mm. I know um, "Make Me Feel" because it was used on Redacted um, for the All Stars Five finale lip sync, um, and I've been listening just randomly at the start mm. of this month. I like on my Discover Weekly on Spotify, "Screwed" featuring Zoe Kravitz came up, so I've been bopping to that before this. Um, but yeah, oh Kiva, your mic's gone really like robotic but i don't know if it's just zoom or if it's why does that oh wait no you sound fine that happened in the last one as well sorry i don't know if it's the cable or something just it'll be funny if you're a robot to be fair no here no oh my god that's so relevant because the (laughs) themes of loads of gina monet's work is all about androids yeah um and like Afrofuturism and sci-fi, like apparently she's just a really big sci-fi nerd, which I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so your first time, I guess, giving a proper deep dive. Yeah. You heard some of the singles before. What were what did you think? And then maybe what were some of your like highlights as well? Let me get the track list up real quick. <laughs> no, so I'm a bad that. I'm a bad podcaster because I listened to this like a few days ago um and and haven't since which i should have oh my gosh i should have looked up your last fm to be like how many times have you listened oh not as much as you probably um 98 not individual listens but like listen to all the tracks combined 98 times to be fair i probably have listened to some of the singles like a fair bit but um no so yeah i so i really am a fan of this kind of music anyway Mm. Um. So I just really enjoyed the vibe. Um, Love it. Yeah, wee bit of R and B vibe. Um, neo soul. Um, space rock. It says on Wikipedia, which is very interesting. Yeah, um, I thought that was cool too. Mm. Yeah. You. And yeah, uh, my faves were probably apart from the singles, like so pink and, and make me feel I think are bangers. Um mm-hmm. uh was it ju- don't judge me. I think I like that one. I know I got
it's like very like chilled out. Um, it's the one where like sometimes when I go on walks, I'm like, oh, mm. um, I feel like I need to be like in a room, which is like I listened to it today with like my blinds closed and the sun was coming in, and I was like, this is the right vibe for this song, you know? Yeah, I'm. I was a big um, fan of uh, Django Jane as well. I really like that one. Yeah, or hip hop vibe. Nice. Yeah. This. Um, what about you? For me. So I would say it's not. Like, it's the type of music that I wish I listened to more, but to be honest, I just haven't immersed myself fully in sort of, like, I don't know, would, would you call this, like, R&B sort of world, I guess? Mm-hmm. Um, Just, yeah, it's sort of not the, like, music that I, like, tend to listen to as much, but I really, really loved it. Um, I just thought it had some absolute bangers. Yeah. Um, I think I probably like the more up-tempo songs, just because that's kind of more my vibe of, like, music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I loved a lot of it. I really loved... Um, there was clearly a lot of like challenging norms and like sort of um, really interesting like lyric stuff she was doing in it as well. And just her as a person, how do we read it? Your Wikipedia page seems really, really cool as well. Mm. Um, I think my faves, so I'd obviously been listening to Screwed before and I just think it's such a bop. Um, really fun to boogie to. Let's get Um, I really love Django G and I agree with you. Yeah. Think it is fab and it's such a like statement. It's like a, it just really grabs your attention, if that makes sense. Yeah. Running out of space on the damn bandwagon. Remember when they used to say I look too manish. Black girl magic. Y'all can't stand it. Y'all can't ban it. Made out like a bandit. They've been trying hard just to make us all finish. I suggest they put a flag on a whole nother planet. Um, love Americans at the end for I guess another wee boogie, but boogie with a message. Yeah, know? yeah, I enjoy that. One. Um, Die in church, live in jail, say her name twice in hell. Uncle Sam, kiss the man, Jim Crow Jesus rose again. And then there was one other which I added like specifically to my. Oh, I actually really like Crazy Classic Life at the start as well. Yeah, um, I like that one too. Some people were kind of I, critical of that one, like well, like just some guy. I saw that as read. well because because he thought it was too reason, like basic like the lyrics or something but like ugh, whatever <laughs> and that made me think like because because it, it was one of my favorites I was like God maybe I just have a really basic like I just really like really basic music oh, no I feel like that's just kind of <laughs> that one guy's um, opinion yeah just like him being a bit pretentious or something I don't know I I, I think enjoyed I it. really like Crazy Classic Life's the one which starts with like Young Black Wild and Free or yeah. something like that and I just think that's a really like because it's kind of the first proper song in the album because Dirty Computer is more like a bit of an interlude mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I think it's just kind of the perfect like encapsulation for like what the album's trying to do. So if the world should end tonight I had a crazy um, life. I read online that it's supposed to be in three parts. Yeah. I don't kind know of, if you saw this. Yeah. So it's like supposed to be I've written it down. Uh, reckoning, celebration, and reclamation. Because mm. um, I think a lot of this album was about her sort of like coming to terms with like her and how the world viewed her and how she wanted the world to view her and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just like thought it was really, really cool. I'm just going to check. She said something about like what each of the different things means. Um, so, Reckoning um, deals with Monet's recognition of how she is viewed by society. Mm-hmm. Um, celebration is about um, her exploring her acceptance of the card she's been dealt. So I imagine that's maybe like when Screwed starts and stuff like that. 
um, because it's about being screwed by society but having a good time um and then it says in the closing tracks deal with her reclamation and redefinition of american identity um which i think is also very true um yeah absolutely fab um really just loved the general vibe yeah and big um prince influences on it as well um and she was a working she worked with him on the album before he passed away as well because she started working on it in oh yeah 15 or 16 was it Mm -hmm. yeah um relatively early because didn't prince do i read again like he did the synth line i don't know if that's right he did some bit of music for make me feel yeah i think Um, it was like the whole like the oh the the the, synth groove yeah that's what it says um the as i just like mime a guitar he did that (laughs) bit (laughs) that was like kind of written by him and he used to like play that at parties like just like without lyrics or anything and Mm. then like yeah so that was using make me feel because make me feel is like very very prince that's just the way you make me cool another queer icon we love queer people working together yeah um there's definitely queer so like i guess because we're a queer podcast we should talk about it Mm. there's so many queer themes in the album as well oh yeah um and about like breaking rules and women loving women but not just like an exploration of like sexuality as a whole i guess as well yeah um and like a real reclamation of sexuality um i think that really comes across in like pink and stuff like that you know yeah definitely pink like the tongue that goes down maybe pink like the paradise found and big like by vibes as well like in that little Definitely. film as well like it's like her with um oh what do you call the actress again tessa thompson but then also mm-hmm. that big sexy guy as well whoever he was we'll just call him big sexy guy he's just a torso no yeah <laughs> so it was um like, i don't know if it was a bit of yeah. a polyamorous thing going on i or... also thought that because that's interesting because um we should well yeah we should definitely talk about the movie actually mm-hmm. because i think this it, it's interesting because like she was doing lots of like film projects at the time so i wonder if like what came first if she was like i'm always going to do a visual album or because she did hidden figures and moonlight at the same time yeah did she do those and then was like oh my god i can like visually see what dirty computer is gonna be i'm gonna now make a sort of like visual experience mm. of it as well because it's such a cool movie um it's yeah. on youtube so you guys have no excuse yeah not to the full thing is on youtube it's like four, 45 minutes long or something um, completely yeah um, do you want to cool. give us a brief a brief summary of what it's about um yeah so it's just kind of based on the concept that like people in the future are just referred to as computers and then um if you like sin or if you go against like the norms of society then you're a dirty computer and then you have to be um cleaned and have your memories wiped of all your sins all the like being you know um abnormal being queer is a big behavior sin. yeah basically so um, you yes. know just kind of yeah it very it very much deals with i don't know a lot about afrofuturism mm-hmm. but i had a quick sort of like 
read over like the general principles of it and it seems to deal with a lot of that which is the idea of sort of like exploring like black culture and like black history through sci-fi um Mm -hmm. and sort of like i think there's like a lot of like reclamation of tropes but also like exploring like say like slave narratives and stuff but through like sci-fi um lenses and just in terms of like the visuals of like that sort of um genre it's like fucking stunning yeah um and like such a feast for the eyes like i'm actually so surprised it hasn't got more critical acclaim because i hadn't heard of it at all the album Um, or the film i I so I definitely hadn't heard of the film. I feel like I've probably had heard of Dirty Computer, but I just I guess as someone who hasn't gone into R and B through my own like music tastes and not expanding them enough, um, mm. it really shocked me that this didn't like cause more of a like wave because it's really critically acclaimed. But I feel like I saw loads of comments under the YouTube video which were like, "Why doesn't this have so many more views? Mm. If Beyonce did this, it literally would have like changed the scene, and so many people would have been like so like shocked by it." And like a lot of people were just like, "The fact this only has two million views, it feels like it should have like ten million views because yeah. it's such a like cool concept album." Mm. Um, I definitely remember there being like hype around the album at the time, but I didn't know mm-hmm. about the film either until like we were looking into this and stuff. Um, completely. But I feel like... There's also an ex... Oh, sorry, you go, you go. Um, like, Janelle Monae, like, has never kind of... Co- like, really... Reached that, like, mainstream... The same kind of Audience. mainstream heights or whatever as, like... Ob- well, obviously Beyonce, but, like, you know... Any of those, like, yeah. pop girl or B Big R&B girls or anything like that. Yeah, like Ariana and stuff as well. Yeah, like... Because, I don't know, she was kind of always seen as a bit of a weirdo. Mm-hmm. That actually, that's interesting because a couple of the, like, interviews I read sort of describe her as, like, quite, like, uh, an eccentric figure. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think she sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I think she's so, so cool. Like, she basically, the thing I read is that she had, like, a fascination with, like, androids. Um, and she sounds like she's a really big sci-fi nerd. And mm-hmm. you can tell from this, like, movie that she clearly loves the genre. Um, and really wants to, like, explore things in it. And sort of, like, challenge things in it as well, which I think is so cool. Um, but it sort of said that, like, she loves androids, but she almost, like, presents herself as an android. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, she loves, like, wearing tuxedos, which I think is really nice. But, like... They, they said like she's really like thinks about how she's gonna say things and says them in like a really sort of like mellow uh, kind of tone and it was just like a really interesting thing where I was like is this like bad of this interviewer to be saying this because it seems a bit weird but or is it like him trying to like add an air of mystery to her because mm. she like plays a lot of alter egos apparently in her music as well yeah. so a lot of people are like we don't know the full real Janelle Monet because she's always sort of like playing characters and stuff but i think she seems fascinating and she's someone that after this i'm definitely going to go fully deep dive into because i think this album um and just the general impression i've got of her from it is stunning yeah yeah um and i'm so pumped to sort of keep down that road and look at more of it Mm. um yeah this album was kind of like her first that was like meant to be about herself kind of thing or like from her own perspective rather than like um, her kind of alter ego that she had. Yeah, 
because Rodrigo's got a name. It's, it's like an android. Um, yeah, so Cindy Mayweather was the alter ego that she kind of had before this album. Mm-hmm. But then, as much as she said this album's about her, mm-hmm. does that mean, like, Jane, who she's playing in the movie, is that supposed to be her? Or, like... What's the vibe there? Because then Django G and I was like, oh, is that like another alter ego? Um, or is that just like Janelle like being like, it would... Well, I guess her name's J... Je- oh my God, I'm dumb. Her name's Janelle and the robot, the person in the movie is called Jane, which is like four letters of her name. Yeah, I think... Well, yeah, I think it is kind of meant to be her perspective. But then, yeah, that's just like the character name that's like a, ver- a version of completely shall we talk about some of the videos yes um so like i'm trying to remember the order of them and i so the first one which is crazy classic life Mm. which is like the big pool party yeah that one's fun um yeah so fun so like joyful Mm -hmm. um and i think that encapsulates the basic song but i think it's really fun and like having a good time and i thought there was loads of like religious imagery in it because it was like a last supper thing at the end yeah um and it was yeah i thought it was really cool loads of different like colors of like faces and stuff in it as well mm. um bit of i mean police brutality in terms of like policing of black bodies and stuff yeah. which is obviously very relevant um and yeah just generally like fascinating um what the other one which really stands out for me is obviously the pink music video because it's yeah. so like um what would be the word (laughs) it's very vagina heavy yeah it is just very yeah um (laughs) it's cute though i like it oh my god no i think it was stunning yeah Um, i love the shot of the girl like between her legs in the vagina thing (laughs) yeah wait was that Um, tessa thompson that appears between her it could have been um i feel like maybe because um it, it made me like I do like Pink as a song but it made me like it even more I just thought it was like such a like f- like fun way of doing mm-hmm. it and being like I think like it, a, lo- a big theme of the album for me is her reclaiming like sex and like sexuality yeah big time um, and I think that sort of sequence does it perfectly with all these like beautiful women um, and people with vaginas obviously um, of all genders and just sort of like there's like even like all the nails having the bi colors and stuff i thought was yeah. really cool um all those butts that they like rolled <laughs> on lots of fun um there's actually i i wish i'd had been smarter with my like i'd done more research on my references because i read this book um by claudia rankin if you know her mm-hmm. um uh called citizen which i feel like is a really basic book it was a, it was on a lot of like sort of like education books around like yeah, last August yeah. time and stuff like that as well yeah. um and I studied it in uni um and there was a big thing about like um imagery and these like photographs by sort of people of color where they would like wear suits that were really like colorful and loud and sort of like contrast against quite like plain backgrounds mm-hmm. um and I think the album uses like a lot of that imagery which I just thought was really cool because I think the whole purpose of it is like the idea that like you're trying to like say that like we stand out but it's kind of like we're standing out for like a really cool like beautiful reason um mm. and I just thought like it's about the imagery you know of her like with the like black sort of shroud thing um 
which was again quite religious. It's it's like in the credits, it's the first image I think that pops up. Um, right. I thought it sort of had like a similar like quite rebellious like but like really striking imagery yeah to it as well i don't know i just thought the whole thing looked really cool um yeah i feel like i I feel like i i'm contributing nothing to this conversation (laughs) just like yeah (laughs) is there anything you really want to say about it is there anything Um, which was like your favorite part or something you were like hmm i don't know how i felt about that so i uh, it really just kind of made me think about like um, queer women in like pop music or mainstream music, whatever. Like when I was growing up, or like when I was a teenager, or whatever, and mm-hmm. like how just how cool it would have been to have like someone like her when I was younger, um, singing about these things and and exploring queer themes and stuff in like vi- her videos and music and stuff like that because like oh, I just remember like back in whatever like the late 2000s early two th- early 2010s kind of thing um it being like Katy Perry I kissed a girl where it's like I liked it but it was a fuse oh, it, was <laughs> a, oh, it, was, it was a bit naughty and no oh, it was a bit of a sin and Oh, well, she's experimenting. Yeah, like don't. Yeah, and like, I remember like Jesse J said that she was bi for a while, and then mm. after a while, said, was like, I think mm, did she actually no? Yeah, but didn't she say like it was just a phase or something? Yeah, like I she, know. Yeah, obviously um, it's fine to like change your sexuality or realize that something's not true, but it was whatever mm-hmm. way she said it was kind of like quite harmful. Where it was kind of like she was basically doing it for the image or because it was trendy and and then she was like "Mm, yeah i want to distance myself from that now kind of thing and all this Mm -hmm. kind of crack um there was like going on at the time so um yeah it's just like cool to see someone like um talking about like sexuality openly like that and mm-hmm. like not in a just like oh we're girls getting together and it's so sexy or Ooh. like a oh I'm sinning and it's wrong and dirty whatever it was like more like complex than that and like completely you know there was actually one of the reviews that I read said that like a lot of the things that are like sex positive can come across really like shallow and mm. like I, I yeah I don't know if it used the word shallow but it was very like um uh like sex positive you can come across like we just want to have sex whereas this like cut so much deeper than yeah, it because yeah. it's like That's reclaiming sex for a queer people and like be like black women as well mm-hmm. um yeah, big time. both have sort of had that repressed previously. Mm. I, I'm woman, I guess, as well. Obviously, women have had yeah. their sex repressed as well. Mm. So it's a real big statement for her to be like, I've basically made an album that's all about sex and how I, like, I think it's a good thing. And here's, here's all the, like, celebratory things about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the way that it's the, like... Sorry. Oh, um, no, 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 you go ahead. The way that she 
like I feel like it's a good um representation of bi people as well mm-hmm. um as yeah I was gonna say as someone who loves multiple genders did you feel represented well by it yeah like I mean I guess probably some people then might be like oh but she's like maybe feeding into a stereotype of bi people being like greedy or something because she's like getting with the guy and also getting with the girl but like which is like yeah I guess that's kind of an argument that some people might make but I kind of disagree well I just kind of think that like you just a lot of the time like if it's like a bi character in something it'll be like they're with a guy for a while and then it's like oh wait I'm attracted to women and then it's like they're gay now and you know (laughs) surprise (laughs) you know so the fact that she's like actively like no I'm I'm still bi yeah hey by the way yeah it's still like completely multiple genders do you know that to me was like because cool to see because you just don't really see that very often and then also i guess like the whole like you know whether if it's like what if it's a polyamorous thing or whatever just kind of ties into like her them like going against kind of heteronormativity and like that can be quite a queer thing as well so it's like mm-hmm. you know uh, that's Completely. also like an accurate representation i guess or like a, uh, it's like represented positively because it's like you know joyful mm-hmm. and everybody's consenting and aware of what's going on and blah 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 it's not like a like it's not her mm-hmm. cheating on someone because she's so greedy that she can't resist whoever yeah. blah 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 does that make sense yeah I actually think um at times it strays into like discussing like what would be the word like I guess like polyamory mm-hmm. um but also just like sexual openness um yeah i think it really pushes the boundaries of sexuality because it's not just like ooh, it, it, you know like it really it obviously explores like sexual empowerment but also the idea that like you can like be flirty with other people like in mm. the sort of arcade song i can't remember what songs in the arcade um when like she kind of like starts flirting like a guy starts flirting with her girlfriend or, or like the girl that she's sort of with mm. Um, and then she starts flirting with a guy and it's kind of like, oh, we can sort of mix this up and do multiple things mm-hmm. because maybe they are polyamorous, maybe they're open, who knows? Um, but I think it sort of says like, oh, whatever you think our definition of sexuality is, we don't have to, we don't owe you an explanation Yeah, of that. we don't have to stick within uh, those kind of walls of what you think it should yeah. be, what it should look like or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I did notice she uses, doesn't she use like guy, girl, he, she, like multiple times, like multiple gender pronouns for sort of all In the her lyrics. Romantically. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's what I, I, at least that's what I noticed. Because I can't remember. I think I keep just going back to Crazy Classic Life, but it's the one I listened to most <laughs> recently. And I definitely think she says like, find a guy for like one verse and then says find a girl. Yeah. Um, I feel like she does switch it up. Yeah. Which like, yeah, even which, that like even though that's quite simple like that is like so nice to yeah. hear yeah Still it's lovely to hear your hear pronouns reflected often yeah completely In popular um, music yeah completely um one one thing i wanted to talk about was janelle Monet has openly sort of talked about her sexuality a bit mm-hmm. so this obviously isn't speculation um but she <laughs> let me just get it up to make sure that i'm quoting this right because i thought it was kind of like 
um, extra but funny. <laughs> um, she said, so during a 2011 interview, um, she said she only dates androids. Oh my god. <laughs> well, was that um, her as rep- her like character kind of thing, her alter ego? It's a, Well, it says as a reference to her musical alter ego. Mm. Um, she also said, I speak about androids because I think uh, the android represents the new other. You can compare it to being a lesbian or being a gay man or being a black woman. What I want is for people who feel oppressed or feel like the other to connect with the music and to feel like um she represents who i am as in like androids Mm. um so yeah and then she's talked about how she kind of identifies with both bisexuality and pansexuality as well um and she like wrote about the hashtag she like once tweeted the hashtag i am non-binary but i think it was in like support of like a non-binary um campaign but she has said that she explores both her femininity and her masculinity yeah. as well which i think she does like jango jean she's like very like um mass is it masculine no emasculated it's like taking away masculinity mm-hmm. right she's but she's very like masculine like power stance um obviously she like wears tuxedos which is sort of fucking with like gender norms yeah, and stuff yeah. like that as well um and i just think she's such a cool queer figure mm-hmm. um and like a real she won a trailblazer award for this album she didn't win a lot of sort of other um bits and bobs and it wasn't specifically for this album she just won it the year that she released this album um right but yeah like i think she seems like such a like the future and someone who's like really painting the way mm, um yeah and i really love that about my my new best friend <laughs> <Jeanette Monet>. yeah <laughs> we really, really got discovered this week i can't believe i slept on her for so long i'm so sorry you should listen to her um electric lady album i love that one i definitely will yeah. listeners if you're janelle monet fans please shoot all your suggestions to me because i really want to go on a deep dive mm. with her i think she seems really cool um are there any artists like her that you like oh um janelle monet adjacent gosh uh i don't know because she's quite like um unique, unique. i think mm. So that's like a hard no question. No one is doing it like her. Yeah, like honestly. Because like, yeah, this album is is quite like kind of has R&B themes and stuff. But like her like first couple of albums would be like quite a different vibe and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Like I do think she's very like marches to the beat of her own drum. <laughs> Love that. You know? Um, I did have one point that I w- was going to say a minute ago. Um, just when you were talking about uh, her kind of being like sexually liberated or like reclaiming like sexuality as like a woman and a queer person and a black woman um, mm-hmm. and like specifically as like a black queer woman as well because like I think that that is quite a thing like um I just remember watching like a documentary a couple of years ago about Whitney Houston mm. who um was like potentially uh queer or bi or something um mm-hmm. like was believed to have been like in a relationship with a woman for a while or like it had this kind of like little love affair with this with this woman like that she was friends with and blah 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 but like it kind of talked about how um 
in like her family and in like just like the black community or whatever like at the time especially like in the 80s or whatever that it was like you you didn't come out as like gay or whatever like that it was Mm -hmm. it was like um kind of a very taboo thing or whatever so Mm -hmm. i think there's something there as well like um entirely for her as like a black woman to be like openly queer and like you know expressing mm-hmm. that in her art it's just like I, um, not something to be um what's the word slept yeah. on <laughs> yeah no entirely because that, that's actually that's interesting you mentioned that because I saw on Trinity K. Bonet's, um Instagram this week that there was like this young gay guy Um, He was probably like, I don't know, 10, 12. Um, Mm. And his family, he was black. um, And his family had like shaved the word gay into like the side of his head. Right. And were like, sort of like physically and like verbally abusing him. Mm. Um, And basically being like, why are you acting like that? And I I, I don't know enough to sort of talk. And that's obviously not representation of the whole black community. Yeah, yeah, obviously this is But I imagine... You know, yeah, completely generalization kind of thing, but... I imagine, like, at least within that specific sort of community, um, in that that sort of one mentioned, it was sort of an insight into it for me anyway, that it probably is very hard to be a queer person in that particular society. Mm. Um, And, yeah, I I, I don't know if that's the right sort of thing to say or not, but I fully agree. I think we should make a point of that. Maybe it isn't done in the black community, and maybe we as white people need to talk to someone of colour about that more and sort of learn more about it as well mm. um but i yeah it like it, if it's not done like even more power to her that she's killing it yeah um yeah so completely we just think that you're a class do you normally we just we listening. just think you're neat um yeah. did you <laughs> imagine <laughs> imagine next time we're like oh my gosh our listener in america do you know what I mean? <laughs> um what was i gonna ask you um did you I assume you watched the credits of the movie? Um I feel like yes. I don't remember why was there so, something happening? Basically, so I saw a comment on the YouTube where the, the the title comes up and it's like dirty computer and you think that's the end. Mm. Um but then if you watch for like 30 more seconds, like something happens and it like changes the plot. So I was just wondering if you wait. Stayed. Do you mean is this the bit where like um, she comes in and she like and she she th- seems like she's all like wiped her memory and all and and the guy the guy that was her boyfriend or whatever is there, and then mm-hmm. her and Tessa Thompson are actually like up to shenanigans up and to they're good. like and they break, they break out. him out as well yeah. yeah yeah i did see that video. yeah cool that's yeah, okay which was cool. cool i just saw someone on the youtube chat the youtube comments being like r.i.p the people who just stopped watching immediately yeah because it would credits. just be really <laughs> fucking depressing if you ended before that where yeah, it's like oh okay well i guess she's just like assimilating to this boring society yeah, when then. the credits started rolling i was like oh that's really sad yeah. like is this about like the cyclical nature of this where like we're indoctrinated into mm. it and then like force it upon others as well but I kind of loved that, it, like, it did end on that idea of like breaking the mold because that's so what this like album um, and Janelle Monae as a person sort of seems to be yeah. about, which is really fucking cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, 
who do you think won the lip sync? <laughs> what? I was going to be like, who do you think won the lip sync on All Stars 5 to the Janelle Monáe song? Oh my god, I, I'm not going to lie to you, Simon. I actually don't even remember. Wait. It was the fin- it's the finale. So the only reason I remember it is because Ms. Cracker um, like, has her like glitter tits. And mm. like she like shimmies down the like um, front of the stage with like glitter. But you can't really see it because it's on camera. So it looks pretty Oh. <laughs> Um, I kind of actually don't even remember that to be honest with you. It wasn't. It it weren't. It weren't good. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, we're happy you now got the royalties though. Okay, yeah, of course. Get your coins. Um, anything, anything else to add? Any final thoughts? Unless you, yeah, sorry, I was just winding us up there. Oh, um, the only other thing that I was going to bring up was the question of whether Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson actually were together in real life because I kind of thought they were but then I googled it and apparently it's a kind of a bit of a mystery like they never confirmed oh. it but like the gays think that they maybe did because of just like different wee hints and stuff and they just gave off that vibe for a while That'd be interesting. Dating back to 2015, I, apparently, there's, like, a bit of an honour gone again you, off again, like, vibe or something. Could you fill me, someone who is quite shit with his pop culture references, um, in on the tea, in on the drama? While I yeah, eat my carrot Yeah, so, stick? let me see. Um, can you hear that? I can hear a little chew. Oh no. But no, it's fine. It's not like too much or anything. Well, it's going to be bad when I choke on it in a minute. <laughs> um, this thing is describing them as the couple that never quite was, but in a way always will be. Interesting. God, that's so cinematic. Yeah. I said most me. Because I'd be. Most oh, most sorry. media companies have since given up speculating about their supposed relationship, but nevertheless, I persist, and here's why. So this this article is just some gay person being like, <laughs> the wait. So the headline: Janelle Monae and Tessa Thompson were the best couple that never was, and then the like subheading: I love a mess. Same. <laughs> we also love a mess here at Gay Desert Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. That is interesting, though. Like, if they have previous dating history for her, then to be like, I want you to play the love interest in my movie. Yeah, like, so I think that she was in a couple of music videos for her and stuff. And then, like, they went to some, like, red carpets together in matching outfits and stuff. Oh, that's cute. That's really cute. Can we see some of the outfits? Um, I'll look it up. You know, Monet, Tessa Thompson. Yeah, we... I, well, I can share this article with you, but I mean, our listeners can't see. <laughs> we'll maybe post oh, it on the Instagram you're, story. You're the, yeah, we will. You're the. Oh my god! Person. Kiva, we're so silly. We didn't record the Zoom. Simon. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. Let's just no, no. freaking hope that Audacity doesn't. Crap, it's Viewers, please me. say, 
please say a prayer for um, Simon and Keeves because after Kiva having to re-edit, sorry, can we take a minute to give Kiva credit? Kiva re-edited both our first two episodes because they like deleted themselves yeah. on the computer. Um, she is the most hardworking individual <laughs> I know, and I'm super proud of her. Um, and this is the last thing she needs because I, being the silly boy I am, did not press record on the Zoom call. But we have been recording on Audacity, so that's yeah. how you can hopefully hear us. I'll start recording now. It'll be fine, keep it. It's a bit late, like, Don't give but... me that look. <laughs> ah! No, it's fine, it's fine. Um, oh no, I've ruined oh everything, Oh my god, no, it's okay, bitch. it's okay, don't worry. Um, um, oh my god, I love this outfit. What are you looking at? Oh, but it's, well, it's Shinomune and Lupita Nyong'o. I oh. think it actually might be from the, um... Well, that looks like Janelle Monet's outfit from the um, Met Gala when they did camp. Mm. So maybe that is, I don't know, it was Lupita Nyong'o also. Yeah, they must have both been there. <gasps> Cute. This says, by the time the 2019 Met Gala rolled around, they weren't seen anywhere near each other. This honestly spoke volumes in comparison to the music video cameo. Oh my, mm. oh me. Dirty computer. Wow. Kiva, can I ask you, are you a dirty computer? I am. Oh. Well, why are you surprised? Aren't we all? Oh, Wait, what? I love that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just doing a bit. I was just all being right. like, oh. Well, yeah. Um, But I, mean, I love that. There's a little dirty computer in all of us. Mm. Yeah, filthy, dirty <laughs> computers. Yeah, this article is also bringing up uh, Lupita then. To, and it thinks that they maybe went out. So maybe by the time of the Met Gala... Now, this is all conspiracy theory, folks, but that maybe um, Janelle Monet was with Lupita Nyong'o instead of, and that her and Tessa had broken up. God, if so, she really gets with all the pretty ladies. Aye. Like, good for her, good for Janelle. Jesus. Yeah, I'm sure she's good for Android lady. As well. So, the real question is, Kiva, mm. do you think Janelle Monet could be the next doctor? Is that a thing? No, oh, but you're I just. Saying? There was. Sp- there was speculation this morning that Ollie Alexander could be the next doctor, but it was actually like from an old article oh. that like someone had dug up. Um, no, so it, what? that seems very random. Yeah, I Loki thought that was really random too, and loads of people were like, "Ah, oh, like Snowflakes just can't handle this." And I was like, "No, it's oh, not." Sh- like, I I'm so fine with the fact he's queer. I just don't think he like encapsulates like. No, he does doctor not who, give Doctor come- vibe, Doctor Who vibes at all. And I guess that is coming from me who hasn't watched It's a Sin properly yet, so I don't... I have seen him acting in God Save the Girl. Um, God Help the Girl. Yeah, um, wait, is that the one that came out like a few years ago? And it's got the girl yeah. from a series of unfortunate Skins. events in it. Oh wait, what am I thinking of? Oh, she might be, yeah, actually. I Yeah, I'm almost certain you're right about that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, she likes, she's kind of like an indie singer. Yes, yeah, 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 I have seen that. Yeah. I saw that before... Yeah. I, like before I knew that he was the guy from years and years and I had the biggest crush on him like from watching that film I was like oh my god he's so cute and then shortly after I realized that he was gay and I was a wee bit heartbroken NGL one of the gayest men on the planet meant as a compliment but it was like him with his wee curly hair and glasses that he was just so cute he is gorgeous like like, that does it for me I do be I I've do be falling for gay men like a surprising amount. Who was it recently? Oh, well there was there was me. Yeah, obviously. obviously yeah, and then Big Carl <laughs> that was <laughs> working on the thing I just did. 
imagine you listen oh, to this. Oh, I was like, who's Big Carl? Imagine you listen to this. That would be so embarrassing. No, I didn't actually fall for him, but out. I had a dream one night that we kissed. And then <gasps> I was coming into work like, oh my God, Carl, cheers. <laughs> Did you tell him? No, I was too embarrassed. Oh. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen. I guess that's kind of flirty, isn't it, as well, to be like, so I had a dream that we... um. Kissed. I was just like that would be too awkward that would be really weird yeah because like, then, oh, then you'd have to be like god help this wee girl and you'd have to be like do you want to make it real oh my god stop no <laughs> come on over here Carl stop no he's like my gay dad married with kids no my gay dad he's only like 10 years older than me but he's my gay dad oh yeah sorry he's well I mean you don't yeah never mind anyway I was about to make a stupid statement where I was like, oh, but he's, this is going to be cut, isn't it? We're not going to talk about Carl for a long period of time on the podcast. (laughs) No, I'll have to cut some of this. Please cut this. Hi, gay. (laughs) I adore, I really adore that TikTok sound that's going around at the minute, which is like, hi, gay. Oh my God, I don't know. I don't go on TikTok enough to know all the meme sounds. We're like tick flop. Yeah. When did you become a pure TikToker? Remember, you had to make it for work, and you were like, "I'm gonna delete this like in two days." Yeah. In two. Cool it's it's TikTok. because this is funny. Um. So Matt doesn't have TikTok, but it helps him fall asleep. Oh. So like we watch like all the videos I've liked from TikTok, like Aww. um, and he falls asleep after like three of them. He's well most of the time i was gonna say he's quite a good like easy to get to sleep person mm. but um, yeah i'm kind of like that as well me and matt being big twins like i just like if i i need God. i kind of need background noise to fall asleep that's why asmr helps me sleep that's you cancer moons oh you, uh, can- no cancer sun is that your moon cancer sun, sun. Uh, i tried to be i tried to be an astrology <laughs> bitch there for a second and it yeah maybe, fucking maybe, maybe hit me back so. in the face maybe that's what it is yeah anyway do you have anything else to say about you <laughs> Um, no, I actually think I've covered all the points I've made, and we kind of have come full circle there, coming back to the ASMR point. Yeah, completely. Janelle, if you ever want to come on the podcast, hit us up. Oh yeah, absolutely, That's... hit us up. Actually, we, we would fucking love, like, <laughs> me like, yeah, we would fucking love that, like, it's not obvious that we would be like, <laughs> yes, of course we'd love to nominate the podcast. Yes, I mean. Um, oh my god, should we start a campaign? So our, I was going to call them our sister podcast, but our pals podcast. Yeah. Um, good friends of the pod, as we say. Mm-hmm in the business um midnight memes have a campaign i don't know if they've stopped the campaign but they had a campaign for a while to get liam Payne on their podcast yeah can we do get can we get can we do a get chanel Monet on our podcast yes <laughs> campaign i'd be so here for that get chanel on the pod if we get, get chanel on gay to Zed. in a couple of seasons time she definitely would do it like if we oh got famous oh my gosh and we could do like a really like oh my god we get we could get her to pick the movie yeah or like whatever we or review whatever but i just feel like wants, yeah she could pick something really cool and like afrofuturistic yeah um because i'd be so i'd be here like queer sci-fi that's something i kind of want to explore at some point i think that's really interesting yeah that would be cool right we'll make it happen simon we'll make it happen oh my gosh that's that's um <laughs> and listeners you get on the bandwagon too you help us out yeah <laughs> you listen here now <laughs> Um, um yeah speaking and that's of it from me okay, speaking of no, sorry. guests and picking your things that was a really great way of phrasing that anyway um <laughs> if anyone would like to come on with us as a guest let come us on, know come on send us a just send yep. us a message 
Keep it casual. Shoot us a wee, yeah, cute. we're we're not we're not doing submission forms. You just you just shoot us a wee DM. Yeah, if you just think it would um, be good crack, then come on and we'll have a chat with you. And what's our socials? What's our socials, Kiva? We are gay to Z Pod, G G A Y T O Z P O D. Oh, on Twitter and Instagram, or gay to Z Pod at gmail dot com is our email. Um, nice. But yeah, yeah. Shoot us an email we, or we we DM. We, We'd we love DM. that. And like, if there's something in particular that you'd love to come on and talk about, let us know. Otherwise, if you just want to come on for the crack and like pick a random one off the wheel with us, then yeah, you know, that'd you be can fun just too. come on anytime, and that nice. would be very fun. Um, if you also have any suggestions for things you want us to talk about, but you don't want to come on, you just want to give us a suggestion, you can do that too. Yeah, please fire us. We actually should. Instagram, actually. I was going to say we should put that on Instagram. Like, what are some things we should mm. do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should actually do one for each letter. We should do that like over like a couple of days and be like things that start with F that you think we should listen to. <laughs> yeah, we should. Um. Anyway, should we transition onward to um what we're watching next? Yeah, so we have our little wheel ready to go this time so that I don't have to cut cut out 20 minutes of us being like, oh, Jesus, let's get our wheel together. Uh, uh, (laughs) Yeah, we actually started, we did it at the start of the podcast and we quickly realised not a lot of queer media um, that we know of. Yeah, we kind of had to frantically Google, to be honest, because we realised that on our wee list from ages ago, we only had one thing. So now we've got a few. Oh, I also wanted to quickly shout out a pal on instagram who shot me over a big list called seth um so thank you mr seth dunham for um shooting over a big old list of like seth gave us like a, a different film from like it is ed he like has a um queer like film club in texas which i think is really cool Ooh, um, love that. yeah they yeah they all they all watch big gay movies in texas and we, we stand that. We should get um, him so on. Big shout out to Seth. Totally. Class. Thank you, Seth. Thank you. That's really helpful. Um, Icon. Anyway, yeah. what what suggest? Oh, well, sorry, we're not going to reveal we'll suggestions. Save them, but we're going to do our wee spin here. Of the wheel. Oh, Maybe oh, we should. I oh, pressed it. We should I pressed it already. Oh, oh, my God. I already uh, pressed it. Uh, uh, I'm so uh, sorry. Uh, oh, my God. Do I just tell you what it landed Dude, on? We're not so- even sharing screen. Oh my god, yeah, dude, is it, yeah, okay. Oh my god, viewers, we're both going to react at the same time. What did it land on? So next week we will be watching... (gasps) Edge of Seventeen. Ooh! Which is also a Stevie Nicks song, is that right? Um, yeah. Fleetwood Mac song? Yeah. Nice! Very cool, very interesting. I know nothing about it. Me neither. I find it... Remind me what that is. (laughs) It's a film. Yes, I okay. found it on a um, queer films list. Um, it look, it just looked queer from the cover, <laughs> but it also was on this queer films list, okay, so we yeah. assume it is queer. Yeah, that's um, fine. Oh, there's a twi- okay. Give me two secs, and I will read you the plot for you and the viewers, or not the plot, but like the top line. Edge of Seventeen is a 1998 film. Um, so it is set in 1984 in Sandusky, Ohio. It follows the coming out of a naive 17-year-old at exactly the moment when gender-bending pop stars like Boy George and the Annie Lennox of the Eurythmics were flaunting androgynous images. Mm. So that actually sounds quite cool. Yeah. Um, Interesting. 
so I guess it's like yeah exploring sexuality it's I guess another coming of age sexuality movie which I always love Mm -hmm. um but also looking at Annie Lennox and maybe like pop stars at the time too yeah um so maybe maybe we'll get to listen to some more tunes which would be fun oh my god we could have done Eurythmics for E well I guess they're not queer are are some of them some of them are queer I have no idea not gonna lie (laughs) sorry um where can you watch it access now oh (laughs) did we think that one for but listen if you have to be gay do crimes it has to be done folks i'm sorry i find it i find can we get arrested for saying that let's cut it just in case (laughs) um so you can watch it on vimeo but you have to buy it this is available Um, on amazon oh this is available on netflix Mm-hmm. Oh, it's on Netflix, yes. F. Oh, no, you, have American... to, no, you have to buy the DVD on Amazon. Never mind. Oh, my God. Hey, everyone. We're back from our break. <laughs> where we tried to find Edge of 17 on the internet, but haven't got a link for it yet. So watch wherever you watch good films. Yeah. Wink. Wink, wink. Uh, and sure, listen, if, you're, if you can't find us, you can always send us a wee message, and I'm sure we can... Help we could find it. You watch it in a perfectly legal way. Wink, wink. Dot, dot, dot. And that's us for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just hit my microphone. I'm so sorry to everyone listening. Um, yeah. So, Kiva, what's your what's your what's your arts? My arts are Keeves K E E V E Z on mm-hmm. Instagram and Keeves underscore on Twitter. And that's me. I. Mine are Akib with the Ginger everywhere. G I B B O T H E G I N G E R. Oh my gosh, I had a hit tweet this week. <gasps> what was it? So, I re- oh my god, it's such a flop story. <laughs> um, so I this tweet came up and it was like, um, you know that like meme that's going around, which is like, ah, uh, she really like had five minutes of screen time, but to find an era. Yeah. Um, and it was a picture of the dog from The Hills of Eyes. Okay. Um, no, sorry. From the Silence of the Lambs. Um, right. And I was like, "Lol, I don't know." I, it was my first time experiencing the meme, so I had to do some googling, and I googled like the dog from the Silence of the Lambs to be like, "What? It, like what?" Um, and while looking it up, I was reading her Wikipedia page to try and figure out what this was all about, and it said that like her thing was that she stole socks, and I thought that was really cute. That like that was like how she trained apparently mm-hmm. so i like screenshot the like little bit off the wikipedia and replied to the tweet being like iconic queen or something like that <laughs> um and it got like forty-two thousand impressions <gasps> oh wow um it, it only got like 400 likes or something but yeah like loads of people like interacted with it which i just thought was really funny i was like of course my hit tweet is me being like about something i have no idea what this is about wow um, so yeah, follow me for more amazing <laughs> tweets where I post movie trivia. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Um, we have been Gay to Z Stroke Z podcast. Um, Kiva, what's your last words for the evening? Um, thank you for listening, and that's all. Deuces. Bye. <laughs>